Robot nice. and the Just bear. about. Not quite yet, robot but almost. And the bear, 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 it robot is, and the bear. And, you know, a robot and the bear, 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 robot and the bear. Right about now. It's spinning. Bear, Here we are. We're live. We are live. Number three. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody can make it this far, but we made it this far. We made it. <laughs> we did it. We are officially a podcast. Yes, we are. <laughs> Wait, 40 was the number at first, right? Was that? You said 40, and then all of a sudden this bucket of money was going to come, but it didn't. So no, now we're at 50. We, we, still, we the... still don't have that freaking, you know, audio. Um, what's that one? Um, bucket of money? The audio bucket. Book. You know, um, audiobook. Yeah, uh, Amazon. No, 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 no. They, um, geez, I can't. Even, why can't I remember it? You know, they do audiobooks, and you can like buy audiobooks. Um, Audible, Audible dot com. Yeah, Audible sponsorship. We're oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, welcome to Robot and the Bear, everybody. Whoever's listening and watching, you're we have. Can- I'm a little loud now. Yeah, you're a little you're cracking a little bit. Oh no! Okay, I don't know how to fix that. Yeah, I mean you're not loud. You're just it's just it's just just, just distorting. I didn't hear it. I thought how about now? Time. Yeah, you sound good. Okay, either way, robot and the bear, we're uh, live, yeah. and uh, we have episode number fifty with Candy Bolton. Candy Hello. Bolton. Hi. No. How's it going, Candy? <laughs> yeah, everything's pretty normal here. Yeah. Same so old, you, same old. So yeah. you just you just wake Typical up and day. you put that on, right? <laughs> yeah, this is what I wear for like quarantine. It's totally normal. So what's that eye patch thing? Can you see out of that hole, or, or do you, I, or are general, you missing your eye? Um, is your eye is I your eye itchy? My eye, my eye's fine. I feel a little visually impaired because I also tend to need uh, glasses, and also my best eye is covered up by an eye patch. Why can't you just move that little uh, eye patch to the other side's eye? Um, you you could, but that wouldn't be you know character correct. Oh wait wait wait! Sorry, what is the character? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know. It doesn't know. really matter. It's not. <laughs> this is a so it's actually a legit character. Yeah, she's from an anime called Ikitosen. Oh. But this is just like a really old cosplay that I just bought like. I don't know, like 10 years ago or something. It's oh. been forever. And it was just sitting in my closet and I thought it'd be fun to wear it. I'm, I'm glad oh. that you did. I voted for this. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually was... like, it got kind of close. I Because I had people on my Instagram story vote if they wanted to see me wear tech wear or cosplay. Mm. And tech wear is more like um, something that I would wear like day to day kind of thing, like more of a streetwear kind of look. Mm-hmm. And the tech wear got like forty five percent, I think, and cosplay got fifty five percent. So it was it was ten percent's a pretty big jump. That is is a pretty big leap there. Ten. But what's 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 the what's tech mean though in this case? Just because you're wearing sneakers that are engineered by Nike and uh, <laughs> so pockets like, uh, designed by streetwear designers, carefully. They well, tech wear is usually um, clothing that has some kind of functionality to it. It's more um, fun- function over form. Gotcha. Right? I've um, I've heard um I've heard Patagonia being referred to as tech. Before. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of yeah. more like boring though. Like yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, because I went to a a streetwear place and I had a Patagonia jacket and the guy working there described it as very tech, uh, and I was like. 
dude, it's a fucking jacket. Well, you know? so that might it mean zips it up. has it like, has pockets. It has pockets. Yeah. It's like yeah, waterproof, yeah. yeah, and has extra pockets and has yeah. just some extra function. It does what it does what jackets do. Keeps you dry and warm. Yeah, Plus but you know, extra. if it has a pocket for like, you know, a particular device or it no, has like No. Device like a dildo. That's it. <laughs> that's all. It's got no it's That's a device, no... man. That, that's <laughs> that's, that's, device. A, that's what makes a tech. So something's been something's missing here. Something's amiss, Eric. And it's it's something on your end. <laughs> <laughs> so I I uh I shave my head because I can't, you know, there's no haircuts happening. I don't want to cut my own hair, so. And I don't have the right scissors, right? I know you need, if you want to cut your hair correctly, you should have the right scissors. Because all you're going to do is, like, end up Maybe. pulling your hair and shit. Like, you're just fucking up your hair is what you're doing. You just from need what sharp I scissors, I guess. Do you have those? I don't, so. Uh-huh. I, I have I have shitty, like, children's scissors. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I went to uh, one of those CVS things, fully armored up in tech wear, basically, because <laughs> I, I don't want to get COVIDs from uh, sick people. So anyways, I, I bought a trimmer mm. and I, I, I really didn't know what to get, mm-hmm. which is kind of a mini story of its own because the box <laughs> has a black dude on it with mm-hmm. like, you know, styling, like cutting lines on his head and stuff, you know, nice. like stuff. And I was looking at it going, is this made for an Asian guy's head? Because you know what I'm saying? Like that, it was a very particularly marketed that box, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, whoa, you know, like I didn't know, I just thought it'd be hair clippers and not marketed to an ethnicity or a race or whatnot. Right. So I bought it. It was the last one and I just came home and did it myself. So, wow. Long story short. The box and you're like, which one looks most like me? (laughs) Well, there was only one. No, it was only one box and it was that. And I was like, that's weird. There's only this. You know, but it's all good. I think I, I, I actually own a pair of clippers that I are similarly marketed. Really? Yes. Okay. You know, yeah. so. Um, anyway, yeah. But like, you yeah, know, the... I think it's because it's designed so that like, if you want to do like detailing or something like that, you can it, you <laughs> Detailing. Know. Detailing. Yeah, I, I've actually, like, I, when I was in college living in the dorms, I, you know, used my artistic skill to carve things into people's hair. Wow. Yeah. So That's I, cool. I have done that. There's a, there's yeah. a weird picture of me. And I think from back when I had a MySpace page, you know, like, you know, just sitting there, like shaving my friend's, you know, head, and, you know, whatever right weird ways. I think it was for a public enemy show. And so like, you know, I carved in the stencil looking P and E and then the square. And then I, then he had to draw the, you know, target logo for public enemy. Wow. You could know. do that. That's yeah, amazing. I did. I, I did Holy that, shit. You know, so with a razor, like a, one of those, well, I didn't, hair- I didn't, I, I colored in the, the target part with like, oh, a, okay. um, like a marker or something like that, you know, to color. Amazing. It was blonde and I, you know, wow. Colored it in that black. That takes skill. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. It's easier to, it's easier working on someone else's head than your own head. Oh, uh, sure. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I've yeah. also spent years, years cutting my own hair when I was, you know, living in San Luis Obispo, you know, so I, it's, I, I, I stopped doing that, you know, once I started working, but like, I don't know, maybe I'll cut my own hair, but I, I'm also kind of curious to see like what happens to it when I let it just keep on going. Yeah, I got, you know, like the, the, at least for me, the back area started getting just really big. Like I felt like a mullet starting to happen. <laughs> and you, it looks like you don't have that, Luke. Like your hair looks just 
It's yeah. that's nothing. Yeah. Me, I felt I felt like I can pull it this way, and I was like seeing the back go horizontal. Like if I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then I was like, no. So that's when I start. I just went straight and just started cutting it wow. with a yeah. razor, and it feels good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's going to be ninety degrees this weekend. Yeah, but you know, the little disappointing is you know, as a little bit of age, it's a little thinner than before. Oh, um, yeah. I know. You know. It's I. I it's. I, your hair looks thick as fuck. Nah, your hair looks thick as fuck, man. No, it's actually really that thin. Is, but like, really? You know, that it's, looks it's thick as thin. hell. It's, it's just like, it's very fine and very, yeah. like, I've got like baby, like soft hair. Oh. So that like, you oh. know, when like, you know, if I don't like, sh- you know, shampoo it for a day or two, like it just starts like, you start seeing a lot of scalp coming through. Oh, because of the oil and stuff. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, this is what we talk about, Candy. The guys. Mm-hmm. We This is what your we hair. do. Yeah, well, we, we, we talk about our feelings and our hair and our appearance and, you know, Candy, we talk I mean, about like, these you things. Know, you know, you, you dye your hair. You get you have thick hair, yes. though, right? Uh, yeah, my hair is a mess right now because I can't get the roots done. So they're grown out like, oh, like two inches of roots of my natural color, you know? And then mm. the back of my hair, I had like an undercut where it was shaved. And that's so grown out now that it's like practically a mullet, like on the back of my head. <laughs> But wow. then I have like my longer hair too. It's just crazy. But girls with mullets are not bad. That, yeah. that works, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I you can know. do something interesting with my hair once all this is done because it'll be like really grown out and just, awesome. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to do something with it. But I'm wearing a wig for now. Yeah. So you can't even tell. Yeah. So uh, yeah. if you if if Techwear won the the vote, would you have like worn a wig? No, I think I would have just shown my natural hair. It's not that bad. It's just that to me, it like you know, it bothers me a bit. Mm, I see. I see. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know. Well, congratulations, a on the you know the new haircut, Eric. It took me a second to like get used to it, but now I, I think it suits you. It looks good. I've had you, it for you look a while. Like a very serious man now, like like a <laughs> takes no shit kind of guy, don't you think, Candy? Yeah, kind of like Heisenberg-y. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was, I, th- I, thought th- I thought that too, you know? Yeah. That's funny, Just Heisenberg-y. Never smile again. <laughs> right. I need, a, I need the mustache, I guess, uh, or whatever. Goatee, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. But uh, so how, how have you been handling this whole uh, standing in, staying inside thing? Because you're in Sacramento, our yeah. wonderful capital. Yeah. Um, I, my life is pretty much the same. The only thing that's different, like the biggest thing that's different for me is that I don't have any events or trips planned. So I've, I've missed out on about, I think three trips already, um, which is, you know, quite a bummer. I had like my whole year planned out and, um, had all of like my hotels and flights booked. And I was, you know, looking forward to going back to Japan, of course, and, Mm -hmm doing all that and I realized that because I had these events and trips planned those really pushed me to work harder and meet those deadlines and now that I don't really have any like hard deadline where it's like Mm. oh shit I have to get everything done now because I fly out like you know in two days so I used to like I would do like all of my work the week before a trip (laughs) and now it's just like uh who knows the next time I have to like you know actually get ready for a deadline so maybe I'll just play Animal Crossing (laughs) oh so um um so are you able to get your money back and hotel money back like is that stuff easy or because I've been hearing I've been hearing stories about this like off and on like 
like I kind of had a feeling early in this year that this would happen because it started you know in China like in December or so and it was already an issue when Luke and I were in Japan right mm-hmm. do you remember that yep um yeah so I knew early on as soon as that started happening that I should be more cautious about booking my trips. So all of it was refunded. I booked through, I think, Agoda for the hotels. And I always book with Delta for the flights. And I booked most of them using like miles or whatever. And so it was 100% refunded to me. Awesome. Yeah, but I missed on the experience. And that's what I'm most like sad yep. about. Yeah, and so, so did Luke and I, because we were, we were going to go and follow you on one of these trips, right, Luke? Right. Exactly. Remember that? Yeah. We were talking about that. Like, we were, yeah, we were going we we to be up in your shit <laughs> in Asia. That was the plan. Yeah. We're going to yeah. sleep and bag it up in your yep. hotel. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Yep. You know, slumber party styles. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear about this. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That wasn't, we weren't, you weren't part of that. It was just, just between Luke and I, we're just going to yeah. go. Yeah. You weren't, you didn't have a say. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're gonna come in wearing like those, like what are they, those um, blue yukatas that like have your name on the back of it, you know, and fans and. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna dress up as a butler. <laughs> you know, I was gonna be the butler. Oh my yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sad nice. I missed out on that. Nice. Yeah, it's okay. So Maybe next year. Did you yeah. miss out in? Because, um, like, you know, we were talking last week to Data Dub, you know, mm-hmm. Don. And like, you know, we were talking about like, like, you know, all these different conventions that are coming up and like all of them are just going eh, eh, closing their doors, closing, 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 closing. So like, but which ones did you have uh, lined up um, in the past couple months? Three trips, three trips. Like that is a lot of trips. Uh, There's Creature Bazaar. All right. That's right. In Los Angeles. Yeah. Yep. And then right after that, I was going to Japan for a Design Festa. Oh, that's the one we were going to go to also. Yeah. <laughs> With you. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And then, so I was actually, my, I was getting notifications of like, your flight's leaving. I was like, no. <laughs> and like, I was supposed to fly home on the 21st. And then I was going to be home for like a week and a half and then fly back to Japan again and go to the Mandarake show. There's a Mandarake a, show? Yeah, what's that? We weren't invited, yeah, so we weren't what, invited what is that, that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that one, I don't even know where that, that would have been the first time I was attending for that show, so I don't really know much about it. I just know it's hosted by Mandarake, you know, the uh, store in Japan that sells, like, used vinyl toys, collectibles, all, all that stuff, and it was a Sofubi-oriented, like, focus oh, this the, event. This is the special one in Akihabara, or is this, like, a different location altogether um, for it? It's not held at that location. I think it's in Nakano. But oh, I'm wow. Positive. Oh, oh. Nakano's great. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because wow. there's so many restaurants behind there afterwards. There's like a rad, rad, there's a rad ramen place too that I like. So, but yeah, oh, that's a bummer. And so, what else um, have you ha, ha, have you got coming up that's been canceled? Um. Well. I have some collaborations planned and those aren't necessarily canceled. It's just that the events where they were going to debut at were canceled. So mm. that, that kind of, you know, then we're kind of like, well, we don't have to meet this deadline. So maybe like push it back a bit. Just do it whenever you 
feel like it, you know, and it, in general, it feels kind of weird to like be working on new productions this year. Cause it's like, mm -hmm. is it really a good time to, I, I think it is though. I think it's a good time to still, like, if you had the means to still produce new toys, because yeah. If anything, True. there are less people doing it. So then when you come out with a new design, it will stand out more. Sure. But can can you get it done easily or is it harder to get done? Oh, yeah. Like maybe there's more time slots open for production. Like oh, there, maybe, you think there's more? Maybe. Uh, I, like, wow. Okay. I'm I thought it'd be sure. harder. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just yeah. know that like the factory that I use in China, they've started production. They're like up and running. Fully. Oh, that's China. China yeah. don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that's no. no. Right, man, only 3,000 deaths. You work until you die. <laughs> well, it's okay. There's children working. They don't, they're, they don't, they're yeah, immune. They can handle the COVID. Yeah. Those, those eight year olds, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wait, did, did you, did you, Luke, did you get a cold like earlier in the year, like type of thing? And because you know, like right now you're hearing that maybe way more people had COVID to begin with than they ever thought, type of thing. You've been hearing that in the news a little bit. Well, um, here's my thing, right? Like, I think if I did catch it, I would probably go down really hard. Oh, that's right. You smoked and all I that babe, stuff. I have a um, a, a type A. Uh, my blood type is A. You know, so diabetes. You don't have diabetes. No. no I don't okay. Diabetes. But like, you know, but apparently type, uh, uh, type A blood type is like gets it hit pretty hard, you know, mm -hmm. with, with um, COVID-19, you know, oh. so. Blood and type then, matters? I didn't know sup that. Supposedly. How about you, Candy? Did you get like, you know, the flu thing like in December, no, January, February? I haven't gotten okay. sick at all. And it's kind of crazy because I've been traveling a lot and I got wow. really lucky. I haven't had an actual cold or flu or sickness of any kind since like, mm. it's been like over a year. Wow. So I realized, um, was it last night or this morning? I woke up and I was thinking, you know what? I actually had a cough that lasted a while, but I also had lost my sense of taste uh, and smell for two days really? th earlier this year. Yeah, I did. So I don't know if I had anything or if that's just like being overly dramatic, but I did have that where I, I lost my taste for two days earlier in the uh, year. Hmm. Not sure if, you know, and that's a COVID symptom, but. Right. You might, I, I you might, you might be like, you, you might have the antibody, you should get the antibody test. Taste. Antibody, <laughs> antibody taste. taste. You know, no, like the te to get tested for the antibodies. Yeah, who knows? I, I mean, that's one of those things that just occurred to me today. I was like, oh, yeah, I lost my sense of that uh, flavor taste for but two like days. That, or that kind of kind of can happen, like, you know, for, I mean, like, it's, it's. I mean. It, it I, could I, happen, sure. It could happen, like, even without, like, COVID-19. Like, you know. Sure. No, I know. Your you know, yeah. nose just gets blasted out. So get this. One time I was on a trip to Japan, and when the day I arrived, so I started, I had a little bit of a cold. But not bad, right? I was like, not not holding me back. But then I lost my sense of taste and smell the entire trip of Japan. Oh, oh no! Yeah, that so was the worst. Food just... I know. So you know, it's like I might as well just eat rice balls every day, the cheapest <laughs> thing. Bought, you know what I mean? And just drink water, like all those yummy drinks, like melon soda. It's like pointless. Just it was just drinking water. So mm -hmm. you don't want that to happen. Yeah, it's um, hmm, yeah. That I did get sick. I did get sick while I was traveling. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. got sick in Singapore. Um, and but like it, it just kind of felt like you know a cold, 
or you know and i was only sick for like three or four days so but i don't so i don't think you know it was like you know yeah i don't think it was whatchamacallit COVID 19 but it might have been yeah i don't know either but nonetheless so what are you doing now that you're uh you know you mentioned how your schedules are i'm we're talking to, i'm talking to candy but yeah what you mentioned your schedules a you know a little bit different how you're handling these deadlines but how are you surviving <laughs> i'm good i mean i have plenty of toilet paper you know <laughs> like i have food so i i'm pretty much i'm used to this environment of working from home i've been freelancing for i think either five or six years now so i've had to i'm used to making my own schedule and just like forcing myself to you know get out of bed every morning like consistently and then just starting to work like i try to start working by like 9 a.m wow and, good um you know i like to have a good chunk of work done before 12 and i'm just like still working like normal you know just i try to set deadlines for myself. I'm like writing stuff down in my schedule. I notice that if I don't schedule things and write them down, then it's really easy to like just get off track and just be like, well, I, I feel like being lazy today. Do you, do you allow yourself a lazy day though, where you're just like, you know what? Not I today. will. Well, because Animal Crossing came out like, yeah, not that long ago. So I will tend to just you know spend a few hours playing that and then like get back to work but I don't I don't like it it's like a bad cycle to get into because then I start to feel bad that I'm not getting stuff done I'm not being productive and then that makes me even less productive you know I don't know Luke if you've uh been dealing with that too oh I'm buried in it I am really? completely buried in everything else but work right now wow you know like uh well i mean like mm -hmm. i i mean you know like i need like i i kind of need a deadline mm -hmm. you know when you mentioned deadlines earlier i i, I was just thinking like yep uh, I, like I, I i need a certain like anchor point to help me like structure everything around you know because like once i have an anchor point then i could like map it out all the way to like months and months ahead of time just so i could go like okay i need this 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 and i'll start like kind of like like creating like artificial deadlines that escalate uh, uh, escalate to that point you know and i'll you know i'll start you know I'll, there's always inevitably a little bit of catch up in the beginning but then like once the motor kind of starts running like i'm i'm taking it all the way through and since like there's nothing really like concrete, you know, right now I'm just kind of like, well, it's like Earth Day on you know <laughs> Animal Crossing, yeah. so I'm gonna like you know play my game, you know, and you know, and you know, I've got like I've got so many things around me to distract me, so you know, I, I mean, like look at your 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 place, your place is super fun. It's got like lots of little <laughs> distracting like things all over it. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm used to being at home. I have so many things to occupy my time with at home. It's very distracting. And I totally know what you mean about, like, not having, like, I need these deadlines because I work best when I'm, like, under pressure, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I work best, but I work hardest. Yeah. <laughs> I have noticed though that I've been like taking my time with stuff and doing a better job at it because I don't have that stress of finishing it ASAP so instead I'm like I'll take my time I'll make sure this like turns out extra perfect you know because sometimes 
when when you know your flights the next day and you have to get something clear coded like you know like the details kind of start to get not as important but yes I've been taking code, my like at the location in your hotel room or anything like that uh the worst I did was I was clear coding I bought a rattle can and I was clear coding outside of the convention in Thailand <laughs> wait clear coding frosty clear coding what a toy like, is this that a... I painted. I finished painting it at the convention, and then I had to go outside and like. So, what's? Like, and... I'm gonna ask a dumb question. Why do you clear coat it? Oh, to protect the paint. Okay. Yeah. And but you said something. Does that cut, create a problem, Luke? Like with the. Like it, if in very humid environments, it can make it frosty. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I was wondering whether or not it got like kind of frosty. Oh, well, I used like a matte spray, so I already planned for that. When you're doing like a super glossy clear coat, it's so finicky. Like you can't do that just, you know, on the go. You you should have a controlled environment when you're doing that. Yeah. And yeah, humidity is a factor and also temperature. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Gotta, that's, wow. I, that's why I always like, you know, fall back on whatchamacallit, matte coats too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're kind of bulletproofish. Oh, wow. Nice. Lesson for all of you, matte coating. When in doubt, matte coat. Yeah, when in doubt, yeah. matte it up. But like if it's humid hey. outside, like if you're like in Florida humidity, Thailand humidity, Singaporean humidity, you know, Japan, Japanese summer humidity, you know. Okay. Lesson number two, mm-hmm. clear coat indoors. Or in a controlled uh, environment. Right? Like 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 air conditioned in your air conditioned bathroom uh in your hotel lo- no. lobby. <laughs> the themes would be so bad. But no, bad for who? You're just going to clear coat it and split out, right? <laughs> I mean, put it this way. People take shits in Japan, too. And that stuff's got to go somewhere. And a clear coat smell, I mean, right? Unless you've got one of those ultra bidets where like, it has a little... Uh, Sucks it in. Sucks yeah. In. <laughs> clear coat right on the toilet. Yeah, yeah. No. Can, like, can you, clear, can you, can you do that? Can you clear coat in the toilet? Like you know, or on the toilet. Yeah, I've right never there. attempted that, but you know, maybe someday. I think there'd be too much because, like, like you know, if, if you want to have like the vacuumy thing, and like if you're and if it only works like if you're flushing the toilet, there's just too much potential for like upsplash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad wow. idea. I think. Don't, wow. Have SC- don't try at home. Cl- um, canceled yet? What's that? Have uh, Shanghai Toy Show or Beijing Toy Show canceled? Oh, so I heard that they first moved back STS, right? And mm-hmm. then for... Uh, STS is Singapore? Singapore, right? Shanghai. Oh, Shanghai, Shanghai Toy Show. They moved it back, but then they only moved it to like mm-hmm. July or something. And then Beijing, I think that uh, from what I heard is that they were calling people who already had like a booth and they were calling mm-hmm. them and telling them you um, need to either like... Uh, we're either changing it to a different date or we're refunding you because they didn't want people to have an email and then like, you know, screenshot it and share it. So they are calling people on the phone to tell them about it. You mean screen sharing that it might be canceled? Yeah. Because uh, they didn't what? want like the bad publicity from that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I see. Whatever. Wait, when, when, but those events are like near the spring and fall, right? One of them is in the spring and one of them is like, I think Beijing is in the spring and like 
Shanghai's in the like late summer fall, right? Well, there was a Shanghai toy show was supposed to occur the same weekend as Creature Bazaar. So that was like April 7th, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the only reason why I remember that any of that is because I'll, like Facebook reminded me like two years ago you were in Beijing <laughs> and I'm like, oh, look at that. You know, wow. um, but like, you know, I mean, there's... I don't know. I, I mean, like, are, are, is it is losing losing face because you had to close your your con because of COVID nineteen? I mean, like, is that really a lose your face kind of like you know thing? Like, um, I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with like maybe going, it's because it's a, maybe because it's in China. Oh, <laughs> only real like you know like strong conventions will 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 happen during all of this because i mean like you know like i i kind of feel like you know like when when san diego canceled like that was like that was like news right there like you know like people were like whoa like you know like they didn't postpone it right it was just canceled canceled wow yeah i know yeah Yeah. that's july you know so you know like I mean, like it's July is just around the corner, but like still, like you know, to to cancel an event that big, you know, it's probably one of the biggest ones there are. You know, is just like you know, it's like it's like deafening, you know, how like you know what an impact that that has yeah. on this entire like pop culture nerd shit fucking community. Well, I think it probably it's even bigger than that. I think any convention of any sort has to look at that too and think well, I, that's that's a that's like a signal, mm-hmm. you know, I, like a CES or any game developer ones or any any of those kind of conventions probably have to they hear San Diego Comic Con canceled. It's like they're like, oh shit, we probably you have to think about that if we're in July or August oh, yeah. or September. Once you see that happening, that's huge because it also impacts that downtown San Diego area and all those hotels and all of that is just like, it's just over for them. You know, they're not going to have that extra, I don't know, that, that, that it's a big blow to the economy down there. So yeah, for for the events, also tourism in general, because it's like in Japan, tourism is down 90%. And it's like, honestly, I'm surprised there's still like 10%. That's surprising because uh, when you, when you go, you have to quarantine though. So you can't, I don't even know why you would want to go. Yeah. And they tell people you can't take public transportation. So for for 14 days, literally 14 days. Only take taxis, I guess. Yeah. Is is that how you can still do that? Yeah. But I think you're not supposed to leave the area from what I understand. uh, Cause you, Maeda, the artist went back to Japan cause he's moved back home. And the first two days, I guess the government pays for a hotel for quarantine. A test, a test, Uh, test, and then a hotel where he cannot leave the room. So they bring him food, uh, all the meals and everything, but he can't leave. After the two days, he's on his. Why why did he left? Because he said, fuck this place. It's time to go home. Wow. I guess. So he literally moved back. But uh, I guess the 12 days following, he's staying in that Narita Chiba area. Uh, and he's not supposed to leave and he lives in Kumamoto so that's Kyushu that's all the way south mm-hmm. and he can't he can't go there he has to stay for 12 more days on his own dime in that area and he's not supposed to leave because i said he said he could leave but he said he's just not going to do it cuz that is dishonorable <laughs> no that's not the japanese way that is not <laughs> the way he said cuz he said he wouldn't do it cuz i was like you could just go and he's like no i won't do it and i was like oh honor before you know, leaving the COVID, leaving the COVID 
quarantine. Right. So literally, like if you go to Japan, you're sort of stuck. I, I don't even know why 10% would go. Like, who are they? That's a bummer that he, he's gone, gone. Like, is he, did, did you have any shows planned with him in, in the future? Uh, he'll be in group shows, but he's my homie, man. We, we, we talk all the time. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll miss him. Yeah. I'm yeah. bummed. Yeah. You but know. nonetheless, that's, but like him, yeah, but he was telling me, you know, what's going on. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't realize that you're supposed to, he can't even go home to where his parents are mm-hmm. for 12 more days. Or at this point, maybe it's another week. Like, he's already been there. Wow. That's crazy. Right. Like, but, like, and, and it's like on his own dime, he has to pay for 12 days. Pay for it. Yeah. Wow. The first two days the government pays the next 12, it's on his own dime. So is it a nice hotel? Did they give him I'm a sure, discount? I'm sure he's staying in. Oh, the first two days he said was actually okay because he, he got good food and all this shit was brought to him. Yeah. And he even had a video through the people mm-hmm. of the person bringing the food, like all like they're, you know, like COVID all, like, it out. And PPE and stuff like that. Yeah. And then they're putting food, maybe it's on his doorknob or something like that. And then, uh, but he has a video through the, the little hole, uh, the people. It's funny. But he's showing pictures of the food and everything looks amazing. But. Mm. Yeah, now he's on his own. Anyway, that's the thing in Japan, like even like you know the meh food would be like particularly good compared to what you'd get yeah. here in the United States. It was States. it was like a bento, you know, like a bento box. It mm-hmm. looked it looked great. Nice. He said it's pretty good actually, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, that's that's the crazy thing. The ten percent who do travel to Japan, I mean, that's what they're doing. Like they're quarantining for fourteen days, mm. and they're staying. They're supposed to stay in the airport area. Like they cannot. They're not supposed to go. You know, because they can't go on public transport, so they're stuck in uh, Chiba. That sucks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would not want to. Fo- yeah, Candy, we're not following you on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh... yeah, you're on your own. Wait, so like you know, one of the one of, one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you up, um, especially fresh off of the the um the the the, the Don uh, interview is. I'm curious about the international like convention hustle. Yeah. You know, so like, you know, how does it work? Like how, and like, how did you get started in all this? (laughs) Mm It definitely helps just, it's really a lot of it, I think is who, you know, Um, but you start off, you meet these people by going to the conventions you know, so I, I was thinking about this because um, I knew we were going to talk about it for this podcast. And it's like, God, I don't know how much of this is relevant anymore. You know, I'm just sure your experience, like, you know, you know, I mean, like I could tell everyone all day long, like how it got worked for me, but it's not going to work for them. So, yeah. no. but, you know, people, it's good to hear it from you yeah. know, how artists, other artists have done it. It also gives <laughs> ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it was planning collaborations with other artists, other artists that are in these countries that are attending these events. And so I would go to these events and I just end up meeting these people and we would make plans to collaborate. Um, And then I, or, you know, meeting the people who are putting on the events and then they know that like, oh, she came this one time. So we'll invite her for the next year. Um, and then having friends that are also going to these events and want to share a booth with you. And hopefully some of those people like speak the language that of whatever, like, you know, country you're arriving to like that. That's really just how I made it work by, um, 
making a lot of friends, collaborating, having like all these toys that I knew would do well at these events. And I was painting them to also, um, you know, uh, target that group, that demographic of the people buying. But I mean, let's face it, if you're traveling to an event in Asia in general, it's just the Chinese market, you know, that you're trying to appeal to. Because like, Mm -hmm. even if you're going to an event in like um, Thailand, Taiwan, Japan, like it's, there's so many like Chinese buyers there. So you start seeing like the same like groups of uh, people like attending all these events too. Mm -hmm. Wait, so like, tell tell me about your your first trip, like out of the country as a working artist. Well, tell me about your first convention in general. Like I like I have this Mm. image of like, you know, like I don't know, Candy Bolton from like eight years ago at anime expo or something like that (laughs) oh like that far back like i'm not even there as like an artist i'm just there like like when you're starting as an artist you know like there's Uh, a lot lot of people i'm assuming that would be really curious to see like like where where your your how how you built and then your first big leap I can't even remember what was my first convention. I don't know. It's all been no, no, such like, a blur. Like, you, like, since like then. Did you, were you doing artist alleys at all or anything like that, or like before you started doing toys, or like you know, or no? no? no. I'm always kind of curious about the artist alley <laughs> grind. You know, that's you know that, that I think those are the people that are going to be taking it, getting it the hardest. You know. Oh from, yeah. You know, from all this. Wait. So, like, wait. When was your first sculpt? Um, the, the I sculpted or my first like toy that I designed? Either or. Uh, well, my first Sofubi toy came out, um, early 2014. I think like late 2013 is basically when I started doing art and like starting to take it seriously, you know, and trying to do it as a business. And I think either 2013 or 2014, I took my first trip to Japan And that was not as an artist is just like, yay, I finally got to Japan. Like I thought it'd never happen. And um, I, when I was there that I met up with some artists and some, met some friends that I had just been talking to on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we met up just um, not with the intention of like working together or collaborating just to hang out and meet each other. And yeah, that's, that was probably my first trip um that like started to establish me as an artist I guess and after that was it just quickly right after that like you started going pretty regularly or like oh my god like (laughs) I don't know how it happened (laughs) I'm trying to think it's like what like it's just been so crazy since then um I think I met you in 2016 yeah yeah at, at decon oh okay yeah, maybe at Pasadena, that... in Pasadena Decon. Yeah, you know you can't you kind of because uh, or maybe I think it was three years ago maybe. And you're you're way more shy than or at least am I yeah, right? You're super shy. <laughs> I still am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been working on it. No. It's hard, you know, because be like you. a lot of these trips, I'm going by myself. Um, and maybe I'll meet up with people when I'm there, but, um, I have, 
I had to get used to traveling by myself and then being in a foreign country by myself and you get used to it you know the more you do it the easier it gets right well so was but when we first met I think and I guess now I'm thinking 2017 like you I think because I I think I, the first time I saw something that you did was when you were doing these customs incorporating like the bunny head from my black and white figures um uh, yeah, yeah. you know and um but by by then you were kind of already like doing the like the con circuits right I don't know now I want to like check my Instagram and see of like I have such a bad memory I'm sorry guys like it's, a, it's that's hard to tell disappointed <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna guess it was more than three years ago too I can't remember because I, I think I had a booth at the time and I've only done booths for three years mm. yeah you know so like the two Anaheim no four years four years I had two in Pasadena and two in Anaheim so and I think it was the first year I, I had done a booth so that was four years ago that's when I first met Candy Bolt awesome, awesome. no but... are there have you have you had any issues traveling by yourself I mean as a lone female going to Asia no I I haven't had any weird issues I don't think unless it I just blocked it from my memory because it was so traumatic <laughs> <laughs> oh no wow well you, you usually like i know you've got like uh, you usually hang out with um uh, the artist remji and yes you know, out with nick too from awesome yes. oh okay so i remember now i'm i had to jog my memory by looking back at my feed so what started was that um uh there were these girls that all started design so freebie around the same time that i did and that was you know teresa chiba and kaori hinata and um hikari bambi and they were doing this thing it was called kaiju gals and it was um started by max toy but since then they've gone off and done their own thing but mm -hmm. this so then i designed my first toy was with max toy as well so we all kind of like knew each other through that mm -hmm. and then they wanted to start doing the con circuit and um they were talking to toma and Toma was the one who was like, these girls all have potential. They're really great artists. I want to help them further their career. And um, so he helped arrange uh, us all going to Taipei Toy Festival together. That's when it started. So he made all the arrangements. And all we did was just, you know, send him our contribution for like the payment of the hotel. And then we, you know, covered our flights, of course. And yeah, that's really what helped it. Toma really helped me out a lot in the beginning there. And then we tried to do that every year. Um, since then, I've, um, yeah, then I kind of switched over to then traveling with like my friend Renji and Nick from Awesome Toy. Um, but Toma was, yeah, the one that really helped me at first. Toma's great. He, yeah. like, you know, I, I remember when I first started kind of getting into the art toy thing and like, that's where I learned about, you know, um, Toma's like knuckle bears and stuff like that. And um, still have some of those laying around somewhere, you know, um, you know, he's kind of like still pops up, you know, once in a while. Like I know he did the sideshow stuff for a while. It was a hot toys. He did like some weird stylized Avengers thing for um, whatchamacallit. Um, 
I can't remember. It's either Hot Toys or Sideshow. But like, you know, he, and he's been doing a lot of drawings lately on Instagram. But if you guys are not familiar with him, like he, I would consider him Toma? like second wave. Like Knuckle Bear. Toys. Yeah. The Knuckle because, Bear thing. Yeah. Like starting from like the Michael Lau stuff, you know, and all those guys that kind of came up at, around him. And then like, there's like Toma and Knuckle Bear. And then uh, like, he was part of Devil Robots was there. It's all like kind of at the same, around the same time. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and he, whenever like he shows up um, and he does signings, he always wears like a custom, uh, you know, Mexican like lucha libre kind uh, of like, you know, like mask that's in the shape of kind of design like to look like one of his knuckle bears. He's also pretty shy himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, so you know, but like, yeah, oh, that's that's cool. And you uh, you worked with Max Toys. Yeah, that was the first company that I designed a toy with. Did you like reach out to them or did they like discover you through social media or? Um, discovered me through social media because I was collecting. I started out as a collector and I was like super into Nagora. So that's what I was mainly collecting at the time. Yeah, Nagora is great. I still have the um, the Nagora that came with a little rat, you know, um, it was this huge freaking twin tails like cat kaiju that's painted up to look like a calico cat you know but and then i have the ceramic one and, you know seems like you know it seems like certain characters you can like just milk like a, a freaking like you know <laughs> an udder and then some of them you can only milk for so long before it's like all right we get it so is that like your bear character right yeah or right, they companion like the cause companions. Of yeah, a, a milkable character. But it's milkable, but it's also part. Of, it's like your signature, though, right? I, I sure, sure milking it is. Um, I guess it almost sounds der- like wrong or bad, right, but right. Well, you know, it's I, not I, bad. I, it's I don't think it's bad. It's like one of those things that till you you're 80 years old and still painting, you still might be painting your bear. Yeah, I, I, at least I hope so. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, like that's because I've, I've made it abundantly clear that the um. The whatchamacallit, the the my character is a like a stand-in for me, you know. And so like um I think that's like you know the reason why I, I might be able to get away with it for so uh, so long, but like you know, for as long as I have. But you know, it's just like you know, like like the knuckle bear, like it'll come in and out of fashion, you know, I think, you know, and um, you know, like I think when I see the knuckle bear, I think of Toma. I don't yeah. think of like, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's got a, it's got a world of potential, a character with a world of potential. Because like, well, Double Robots has that tofu character, right? That square headed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I. What else do they do? I mean, there are things, but they kind of come and go. But that tofu character is the one that stays, right? It's the block headed guy. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, you can just I, wrap it with whatever, like you know, um, like you know like yeah pop culture whatever you want around it yeah like, it becomes they, a platform right kind of like a platform didn't they do like yeah. a kakaider kind of like mm, uh, probably yeah you could do anything you're right speaking of which yeah. just a, a quick like you know uh thing um i think toei has done has a tokusatsu channel official tokusatsu channel on youtube which has like all the old 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 like like tokusatsu stuff like like common rider stuff and like the super sentai stuff which i've been watching 
been like getting deep into the 1970s like live action super, you know superhero japanese shit so what do you watch candy uh i've been watching a lot of twitch actually because i don't know there's a lot more people streaming nowadays um and it's just nice to like have someone talking in the background then you can like join in and like talk to them and stuff so it just makes you feel a little less lonely are you watching gaming or are you watching like creative stuff um i watch yeah a lot of gaming so there's like girls that i watch that are playing animal crossing and you know i watch linda of course um i think she's streaming right now actually oh is she uh, yeah she yeah. streams a lot she's, uh-huh. she's yeah she's kind of like she's like a partner with them i, I know that much and then i was watching um so some artists have started streaming too so alex party Mm. um and his streams are great because he's like super talented but also pretty funny mm. um and he'll do like uh he'll do like almost a new overlay on the screen like almost every time he does a stream he puts a lot of effort into it and um then also Collis, um do you know him mm-hmm. yeah yeah so he he's just started streaming place. too and he's doing it like every day um and it's wow. him just you know, going at it, like making his resin toys. He also shows himself doing the 3D sculpting on the computer too. And then him like, uh, you know, refining and like sanding and finishing and, oh my God, it takes forever. And the stuff he's planning, um, the, the stuff that he's working on now is meant for decon. And it's like, God, you start like working on decon stuff so early. And then, you know, who knows if like, it's going to ah, what's your prediction with that happen. i don't know <laughs> you have a prediction uh i'm not going to assume uh, like i think the whole rest of the year you can't really predict so i'm just going to assume that nothing's going to happen what about my you expectations Luke? real low oh i actually was on uh toy geeks uh ben's uh podcast earlier this afternoon and we talked about it and he is kind of basically like closely he's he's proceeding like it's going to happen but you know he is you know the fact that it, i think the the barometer that he is kind of closely watching is star wars celebration which is also happening at anaheim convention center and uh, is it, it right before or right after right before Okay. You know, and I think he's kind of like seeing like how they are going to, you know, handle this. I don't think it's happening. That's my opinion. I don't think it's going to happen either. Okay. I just thought I'd say that because I wasn't sure if you guys are holding back. I just don't think so. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, know, if he, I mean, if he does it, someone's going to get sick and yeah, shame on him. And shame on him. It's going to be, I got sick at COVID. Thanks. Ben Goretzky is going to be the meme. <laughs> Yeah, but like you know, the thing. I is, got sick of decon. Thanks, Ben Goretzky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a meme. <laughs> I got sick of. I'm kidding. Well, I mean, like you know, that's the thing. Like you know, like it's not his fault. Everyone takes like you know, everyone's everyone knows that before there's a treatment or a a, a vaccine, people are going to be having to take risks. You know, and that's a big risk though, because that's yeah. just like toy geek sweaty you know what i'm saying sweaty i'm sorry not sweaty sweaty yeah 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's toy geeks going. Ah, 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 look, toy candy, candy. Oh my god, I need to buy, buy. You know, and it's like just just spewing fucking sweat and and just spit everywhere. Luke, I like Luke. Luke has gone. Sweat, right? It's just like just emitting fucking mist, right? I it's, feel like, violated. it's like violated. It's totally what it is. They're like standing over you, like you're going to be sitting. They're standing over you, going, "Oh my god, look at you!" You know, like fucking, oh, sign that for me. Sign, 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 and it's just like spit. Anyway, that's how I see it. Sorry. <laughs> That's great. You know, this goes back to the, our little conversation a couple shows ago about how, like, you know, whenever you go to a stinky restroom, you know, what you're really doing is inhaling, you know, feces. You know? <laughs> if that's true, because uh, at Comic-Con, there's wafts of fart all the time at Comic-Con in the booth. I'm sitting in the booth and I'm like, fuck, you know, like this is awful. And just because somebody walked by excited, but they're excited. They're like, oh shit, I gotta go get the Funko toy. And they're like running and they're just farting away because they're excited, right? It's like, you get, you know, they're so stoked that their body is flying yep. and, and, and their digestive system and fucking fartness is just going. Anyway, that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what boys do. They're, they're relaxed. They're, they're, they're running, but they're relaxing like, you know, their, their, you know, buttocks areas. So that's what, that's, that's what boys do. <laughs> that's shameful truth. Not girls though. No girls. I don't know. Do. No, that smells good, man. It's like this perfume. <laughs> smell like... It's, like fucking, it's like, you know, rose oil and freaking gummy bears. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's like if, if there was color, I, you know, like how, what is it that people can see the, from music they could see colors yeah yeah i see rainbow of trails from girls you know they're farting i just see rainbows just like, Woo! yeah i see it girls are special girls are special yeah you know uh, uh, eric has like enough scarring over his uh retinas so that you get it catches like light refractions you know, so you could be able to. Yeah, have you seen? Have you done that thing where it's like you, if you look at a gas through a uh, light refracting thing, it, it shows off the spectrum. You know. Yeah. Um, you know. So. <laughs> wow, that's that's going that's going to science class or yeah, chemistry that's class. Just, that's just facts. That's science. <laughs> yeah, chemistry. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you that Eric is not wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. So, so, so how many events did you have to cancel between or have you have you like had to like so far like you mentioned you had like was it three yeah for now like how many more have you like it sounds like you like travel all the time yeah I was set up to travel like at least every other month if not like you know every month that's how I was I was going at it hard like last year I went to Japan six times i think wow jesus that's a lot that's a lot. Yeah. yeah that's amazing i mean that's like a but that's rad right is that was it worth it each time oh yeah totally like i never get tired of it it's crazy because i i even go to like the same places each time but i'm always like super happy to be there i always have a great time mm-hmm. uh, and it's even crazier to me to think that like 
I was talking about, you know, the first time that I went there back in 2014, like I, I had to save up my money like for years to be able to go on that trip. And I thought this is going to be the last, like the only time that I get to go. I thought for sure, like if I did go, it'd be like, you know, five plus years from then. Mm. And I've been able to go and I, I, I can continue going because I always line it up with an event that's going there uh, when I go there and I'll be like selling toys while I'm there. So if I don't, like sometimes, you know, you can't predict how your sales will go. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh my God, super popular. And I have to do a lottery every time. I'm not. Um, so sometimes I have to kind of fight for my sales and I'll have to maybe if they don't sell out at the convention, I have to sell them online. But I typically plan it so that I will at least break even. And I'm I'm fine with that because it's like, well, if you're going on vacation somewhere that you really enjoyed going, you're like, yeah, I'm going to Hawaii, but I'm just breaking even. And it's like, what, like your expenses are covered? That's great, you know? So like, that's how I see it as like, I'm perfectly happy with breaking even on the trip. But if I make extra, that's great as well. And then when I come back, it's like, I really have to hustle and also continue selling and working on commissions and all of that stuff. But Don mentioned about, I guess he was mentioning one of the things uh, about a toy maker going to, let's say, Asia is just the FaceTime, being able to interact with your fans. Have you noticed a big difference by doing that from, let's say, beforehand? By interacting with fans? Yeah, well yeah he's just, he's he, having, he, making your presence felt. Yeah, rather than you just being a, you know, like, yeah. over there having someone sell it for yeah. you. Yeah, it really makes a difference. It's so much easier to meet new people and make connections. And those, as I was saying, you know, sometimes the, how you get out there to these events is just who you know. So they, if you're only having someone selling your toys there, that, personal connection with these people that have other great connections with these important people like you can't establish that unless you're actually there in person and they meet you and especially like I had the benefit of like really standing out because I'm like a westerner and you know a girl so it's and I have like crazy colored hair and tattoos so it's like really like um uh, scare some of them away they're like oh tattoo <laughs> No, I don't think so. I don't know. Um, maybe. Uh, maybe. But like then they just like, you know, like the girlfriend of some crazy Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they would think that. <laughs> it's pretty obvious that I'm not Yakuza, I think. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You could, like, you know, you could, I think you could come up as like some, you know, crazy Russian, you know, Yakuza, <laughs> Yakuza girlfriend. Maybe, but <laughs> so I travel with Remji too, and she's the same. Where like she has tattoos and crazy colored hair too, so we're like really standing out. It's funny, but then also we noticed like as we would travel to these events, then we started to see the Chinese girl designers doing the same thing, where they were like getting crazy colored hair and getting tattoos too. Wow. There's one girl who like I swear she's copying my hair because she has like bright green hair right now, <laughs> and wow. before that she had like like pink and like rainbow hair is funny. So what do you do when you, you say so you go to Japan, let's say you go six times in a year. What are you doing there that you don't get tired of? Like, what is it Like you're going to the same places? I think I'd get tired of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I, I stay like in where? Akihabara. 
I, I like staying in the same hotel every time, so I'm perfectly fine with that. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> but you it's, go to the, but in two months later, you're seeing the exact same stuff, even the same product yeah. on the shelf, right? Yeah, it's funny because, like, I buy, sometimes there's certain products that I'm, like, continuously buying, and it's like, oh, I'm out of, like, my hair stuff. I need to go back to Japan and buy more. Like, I'm using, like, Japanese toothpaste and, um, like, face products and, like, makeup and stuff. And I get to go back to Japan, like buy like treats for my cat and all these things. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you could just order that stuff online, but it's even better when you know that like, I'm going to be back there next month. So I can't be sad that I'm leaving Japan because I'll be back soon. I, really, it seems like I just need to move there, but like I get to you know, live in both worlds for now and it's great. Yeah. But yeah, but I as think... for like the things in particular that I yeah. like doing, I just like being in Akihabara. I like shopping. I like seeing all that nerdy stuff. I like going to the arcades, playing UFO catchers, looking at anime figurines, um, and going to Nakano Broadway, checking out Mandarake, looking at like, you know, the art toys, the sofubi, um, eating the food there, the ramen, the Japanese curry, um, Oh, the Crimea ice cream. All What's the that? Ice cream. What is that? Crimea ice cream. It's a really special soft serve ice cream that like the creator of it, they even, they specifically tried to engineer like the tastiest soft serve ice cream. And it's wow. really good. It's really fucking good. And then so it's on like this cone that's like a shortbread, like kind of biscuit, like cookie cone. So this is better than honey me soft serve oh, ice cream? It's like heads and shoulders above hen- honey me. Okay. Heads and shoulders. And it's just vanilla? No. They I think buttery. they have matcha. Wait, the the matcha one is just vanilla with like matcha powder on it, I think. And then there's um I think there's a chocolate and then a chocolate and vanilla swirl. And and this is something you get in Akihabara or you can get uh, it everywhere. It's all over Tokyo, so you'll see a store if they have it available, they'll have a sign that says like Crimea and I'm like, Oh my god, I have to go there. Crimea. So like <laughs> they even have it at like uh, coffee shops too sometimes. Wow. We went to a coffee shop. Uh, when yeah. we got our Crimea fix, you know, mm-hmm. there's actually a fake Crimea in uh, Little Tokyo, uh, in Koreatown, in Los Angeles. It's called Creme, you know, and it's a very, very similar product. So it's pretty good then. Oh, it's good. It's okay. good. I, I definitely like it more than Honey Me, but though I do love me some Honey Me. So Crimea, everybody Crimea. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Just, right just look out for that like crazy soft serve with the, you know the you know biscuit cone you know or awesome. whatever. So, what is an artist supposed to do, or, or at least for in your sake during this whole COVID shut-in type of situation? Like, w- w- do you have a plan for yourself, or are you just going at it day by day? Uh, well, I now that have... now that you know, now that you know, everything is canceled. <laughs> yeah, just assume I think that everything's canceled, and then Perhaps. be pleasantly surprised if they're not. But and be um, ready to get sick. <laughs> don't get sick because that'd be that'd be awful. Because not only are you like you can't work, so you're not making money while you're sick. Um, but yeah, just try to stay as productive as possible. Keep a schedule. Write down your goals and everything. Like you have to really keep track of it. 
and make sure that you're hitting, make your own deadlines because there aren't going to be these events coming up that create deadlines for you. And participate in gallery shows because gallery shows are still happening like at Giant Robot. Like get Giant Robot. <laughs> <laughs> derp, derp, derp. Yeah, making it happen. Making Just got to keep happen. going. It's a really difficult thing because when you think about it, uh, let's just say a ramen shop, right? They're, they're doing to-go. But let's just say uh, in a month, well, a month or more, two months, they say, okay, you guys can open, right? Floodgates, open. I mean, are they going to make you social distance at that point still? Or are you supposed, Are you going to be shoulder to shoulder next to you know, some person um, eating ramen right next to you, which is splashy, right? It's probably the worst thing you could eat on the planet, right? Ramen's got to be the worst thing, period, that you could eat. In a, in a situation like that because you're shoulder to shoulder like I, I, i'm on the screen like this there'll be another like if i'm here there's another head right here eating ramen right that right. close and that's shoulder to shoulder at a bar are they going to make uh a, a, let's say a bar of 15 seats become four seats or three seats and that's it meaning that restaurant's fucked yep. you know like you're going to let six people in instead of like 20 How's that, you know, like, how is that business going to even work? That's still even and, too close. If you want to yeah, keep six feet. For apart. sure it's too close. I'm being really generous because you're still going to get sick, right? But just think that restaurant needs at least three people to work there when you're open. One server, one cleaner, one chef, right? Like, that's just minimum. And you need more than that. But that's just minimum. And like, you only get, like, what, six, five people in there at one time eating? And that's it? Like, how's that going to work for, like, let's say many months, six months of that? Six months of that, you're out of business, man. Yeah. You know, like, how is that going to work with all these other restaurants? Like, is, you're going to have a hard time. Yeah, yeah and you, really and you, like, like, like a cafe, restaurants. you know, like a cafe where you just go chill out, drink coffee and be bohemian and draw and whatever. Mm -hmm. Same thing. I'm sitting here at the cafe counter. There's another head right here sitting next to me on a laptop, right? And everyone's just like, <laughs> and eating your fucking whatever, right? But basically, you're, 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 you're going to get sick, you know? So that's what I'm saying. It's like, how's that going to work? Well, it depends. Yeah. I think if this is lasting long enough to change our culture, then maybe we won't feel comfortable doing that or we'll still yeah. take so, so they're going to be closed. Options. That's what I'm saying. Are they going to be closed then? Like, what are they going to do? You know, know, like, like all these shops for them and like also, yeah. you know, revolving sushi places, the conveyor oh, belt sushi, because that's the, the first, worst. They were so dependent on just like having uh, consistent foot traffic and without that they can't survive and yeah. who's going to want to eat at a place where the food's spinning around the whole restaurant before and, and, you. That's <laughs> whole, and, and, and also think about it kula sushi or kuda yeah kuda. That, that's they they got the ppp lo like program i don't say loan but they actually they're one of the businesses that got it like shake shack got it uh, ruth chris got it kura was one of the ones who got it um, also yeah so they got like millions of dollars for their employees i mean it's probably still not enough but they actually were one of the recipients of that wow. and that's a publicly traded company oh is it i believe so yeah, yeah i think it's on the stock market so that's an example like they actually got the money when all these small businesses <laughs> did not so that's exa it's an example though they're Fucking government is so fucking. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but uh yeah that's one of the things that i wonder is like let's just did say you, you open did you apply for the loan sure i didn't get shit but you applied for it. Yeah. Of course. I mean, yeah. you're, you're legitimately small business. Well, I now got two rents and not one customer since 
March or early March or whatever. Mm-hmm. I haven't had, you know, there's not been one transaction in the store, right? right? I mean, online, yeah, but not in the store, which is why I'm paying rent. Because I could run an online business from a fucking garage, you know? Yeah, you could freaking, like, move everything into <laughs> your fucking, you know, that one space and fucking, yeah. like, just conduct it online right, right there and not... Yeah, fucking... but, you know, but that's... It's just one of those things that that's the crazy part about how this situation's kind of affecting everything is that they're talking about opening. Okay. So go ahead and open, but is that going to solve your problems? Just cause you say you're, everybody's open now. I don't know if that's solving problems so that, that might actually create more problems and it's going to people might, it just might create more problems for uh, some businesses. Like we might be better off closed. It's like some of the businesses, you know, they might be better off. They might actually like spend more money on employees and all this kind of stuff and find out that for, six months you're not getting enough to survive you know what i mean right i i can see it backfiring actually business-wise so it's kind of scary mm. like like a cafe like is that gonna work having all these people in there and I, i'm not sure what the rules are gonna be if you open but you're supposed to still social distance is that gonna be a thing because there's a thing just came out uh that in china uh i think a person at a restaurant was, I was sick. about to bring that up um, and what is it? Nine more people got sick through the air conditioning. Families got through the air pregnant. through the air conditioning. Yep. It, had, so that it means... was a restaurant that didn't have windows, and they had air conditioning blowing. And like, I think they were sitting like toward the back, and there were three other families in the front, and they all yeah. got like people, hit. They got sick through air conditioning. And uh, just think, does Starbucks have open windows? No, man. You're indoors in a trapped place with air conditioning, as is any other restaurant they're not open like where you can open a giant window you know like a yeah so well can you know what actually this 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 is <laughs> a question since, since you mentioned starbucks is this suddenly i suddenly thought of it do you ever go to like starbucks where like as soon as you open the door you suddenly get a big gust of air conditioning like blown on you like what to is keep that? the bugs out it's to keep the bugs out i believe yeah 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 you're supposed to have that now uh, a lot of cafes because i think even balcony coffee has it when you open the door this thing it just so that bugs don't come in it's kind of pushing air out at the same oh, time okay that's, an, yeah, that's yeah. interesting yeah. i i always I always wonder what the hell that was i'm like yeah i'm like what <laughs> you know, so, you know, but like, okay, okay. Anyways, yeah, that that was just my take. I was thinking about the business angle, the small business angle of what's going to happen. Let's say in a month or two months, is that just you know, like you, your your loan money's going to run out, and now you're on your own. We're open. Economy's started open again. You know, it's like what's going to happen. Well, um... I'm kind of thinking, whoa, maybe not, maybe not good. Like that might be a bad thing. Like maybe we need to be shut for longer <laughs> i don't know just to make sure that no one's sick you know I, I instead think, of like trickling out this thing and well, making I, I, people I, I, again what we need is two things we need two major things we need a uh testing and we need a treatment Bef- even before a vaccine we need a treatment yeah you know we need because yeah, stuff- if you get sick it's like all right i'm gonna take the pill and be okay now right, right or right. i'll be better yeah, I'll be I'll, I'll be better in a couple days, kind of. But I I won't have to get on a ventilator and then die, or, or yeah, or potentially die. Yeah, wasn't well, they said like at least Mr. Cuomo, the New York governor, said eighty uh, percent of people who go on ventilators end up dying. <laughs> I think that's what he said. Like twenty percent get off of ventilators. Yeah, that's what wow. he said. Yeah. 
Yeah, I imagine that if you get to the <laughs> point where again, imagine if you get if you get to the point where you can't breathe anymore, you're kind of fucked. Yeah. No, uh, so yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, sorry, but this is all this is all negatron, you know, this is all negative. Negatron. Yeah, this is all bad. <laughs> We're supposed to be talking about solutions, not not uh not not how fucked it could be, but I don't know. Are you doing a lot more drawing lately, Candy? Um, I try to, but I'm just I'm still I have a backlog of commissions that I'm working on, and I awesome. I That's have a great problem. Of my Hello Kitty toys that I'm painting. I like the way you painted those up. They look good. You know, Thank with you. clouds and stuff on them. You know, so it's, that's what I, how I remember it. Uh, Sakura petals. Sakura. But, yeah, close. <laughs> and I did the Sakura Nagora. I was mixing up ones. you and like some like Akatsuki Naruto kind of, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I usually do the clouds. It's just that I thought that cherry blossoms were topical because they were blooming recently yeah yeah are they still blooming i think they stopped like probably pretty recently we missed but... it in japan like usually i mean i think two years in a row i went during cherry blossom season oh. yeah, it's and, great uh... when they're like fully blooming it's insane it only lasts like probably a couple days where it's actually the, like the peak right the bloom. best yeah. the best days and then a gnarly like if it's windy the next day you're like where did it all go and then you it see the cherry blow. blossom petals like in the river and it yeah. looks like snow. It's, Wait, like, where, where are you? Where do you go for these cherry blossom? Like what river? Well, the best ones that I saw, they were in, it was, I was just in Tokyo, but yeah, it was, which part um, is it like Chiyoda? Chiyoda. Chiyoda Park. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think. I think so. I don't know. I don't remember where I was, but it was gorgeous. <laughs> I usually see it. I see it at like Nakameguro, right? Because they have that oh, river. Yeah. That goes. yeah, there's that. And then there's um, Inokashira Koen, you know, we're near the Ghibli Museum, like that big park with tons of cherry blossom trees. Um, you know, there's also, you know, there's... Jeremiah Kettner. Um, so where he lives, it's uh, Seiseki Sakura Gaoka. So it's like known for wow. the Sakura. <laughs> yeah, the whole, there's like this, you can look out on this whole like valley and it's all Sakura trees. Wow. Wow. Yeah. He lives so, in like the best place ever. That town, it's so quaint and yeah. cute, but there's like everything that you would want is there. There's even a Sekaido at his train station. You know the art store, Sekaido? Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kinda of got that yeah. it's got that brown bag with green logo, right? Is that yeah. what it is? It's like just, one of the best it. art stores I've ever been yeah. to. And it's like yeah. I know there's that one in Shinjuku. But then there also happens to be one at Jeremiah's train station. It's like, how lucky are you? And then I also learned um, that that uh, the prefecture, I think, that that's in is Tama. Mm -hmm. And there's also happens to be a lot of, uh, there's a couple places there that are manufacturing uh, kaiju suits. Like the actual, like, they, they're really, still doing the costumes it. for like the, like, Tokusatsu stuff. Yeah, they're wow. they're still there making them. It's in what? <laughs> wow, wow! I want I want one of those. And you could go on the Ghibli uh, tour thing because apparently a bunch of uh, Studio Ghibli animations were kind of created and based in like little areas in that city. So like when you get off the train, you'll see a big old Ghibli kind of like iron plaque, you know. And like a, with a little map kind of saying like, oh, go down this street, you know, and go to like, you know, here. And this is where, you know, this 
this is the area where we based you know this scene from this movie you know and stuff like that so. yeah did he take you on the tour it's like the whisper of the heart tour because um that's the movie where it's like it supposedly all takes place in that that oh, little really? town yeah, oh, where no. Jeremiah he did not is. take me on that tour. Oh, it's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> so it has these little like lookout points where you go to the little plaque and it's like, here's where this scene happens. And you, you're supposed to like stamp a little paper as you go along. Doesn't matter, Whisper of the Heart was meh. <laughs> it, it was, but now it has like a different meaning to it because it's like, oh, I've actually been there and my friend lives there. Mm, yeah, I don't know, I, you know, I, I, it's it's it is a cute town. It's the first time I ever noticed the gigantic catfish signs, you know, which are like kind of like symbolic of like, you know, like earthquake warning kind of stuff, you know. And um, I've always wanted to do a painting about that, like you know, like you know how these cat like the the use of the catfish representing earthquakes, you know. But you know, I'm not like I'm wait catfish representing earthquakes yeah like i think they they the the myth is that there's a giant catfish underneath the island of japan and oh wow you know, when it like you know goes, blah, 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 like you know <laughs> there was an earthquake um last night yesterday yeah did you feel that i did not feel that oh, okay everyone felt it but me and oh, i was okay. awake I was, I was awake just, too. No, I was sitting around like, you know, like folding clothes up and like, you know, and then suddenly my friend texted me and goes, hey, earthquake. And I'm like, what? You know, and. Yeah. I was playing, I play, I started playing Call of Duty Warzone. <laughs> and um, I, I think the last two days, so I've, I've had trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. The last two days I've had the deepest sleep. <coughs> and I'm not sure if it's the video games that are doing that. I mean, I'm not playing like more. I'm playing two hours, maybe two and a half hours at the most. Mm-hmm. But then I fall asleep and I wake up and I've been like having deep, long sleep after games. So I'm not sure if gaming is the experience of gaming mm. is creating so much stimuli that I'm more tired and actually then getting crazier sleep, like longer sleep. I'm not... <coughs> Excuse me. No. I'll get you a oh. ventilator, Luke. I'll get you a ventilator. <laughs> I'm not sure, but that no. I was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I well, I play video games all the time. <laughs> and, um, like I've been on Animal Crossing every day. Wow! You know? And I've been you know remember that like back when we went to Hawaii, like you know you saw me playing that one game on my phone every day. Is it is it is it Ten Billion Wives that game? No, no, no. It's it's, okay. it's, a, it's a it's a bullet hell game called Hawk. You know? Oh, I don't I don't remember. I just remember talking about fucking anime with Yosuke for hours. <laughs> I mean, hours and hours of just talking about anime and manga. It was crazy. Yeah, Yosuke and I went off. <coughs> you, you should have re- recorded that. Like, Instagram I, I was, it. I was like, "What the <coughs> fuck?" Like, Yosuke is this closeted anime fan and manga fan. He's a Japanese guy. He grew up in Japan. Like, that's that was like, like you know, like I imagine- he doesn't talk about it ever. Though he doesn't talk about it. You talk about it. It's obvious. I can look at you and I know. Yosuke though, like, is like kind of really? like what? Dude, you are a you're an otaku. Candy, I, I want your vote on this because if anyone knows otaku, you know, from a weeb standpoint, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> what do I think you're an otaku? Yes, I think so. <laughs> 
Wait, like we, it's obvious. Like I'm like walking around. Like oh, oh I don't know about that, but I mean, just by the little things and. I don't think otaku, otaku is a bad thing, though. <laughs> no, I, there was you know there, there was a time in history when otaku was bad, yeah. and people didn't want to be known as that because otaku or, the original uh, definition was that you are a fan of things, but you don't you are unable to create anything. You are purely a consumer, mm. and that's it. And then it switched a little bit, where otaku was a thing where the word changed a little bit, where you could be a creator and still be an otaku. But there was a time when it's like. If someone said you're an otaku, but you're like a painter, you'd you you couldn't be an otaku. Like, no, absolutely not. But mm-hmm. it's changed. So otaku's kind of like this. You're just a geek, geek culture. I think it's more like if he's. It's too yeah. broad. So if someone says yeah. I'm an otaku, it's like, well, what type of otaku? I think it. Yeah, because I mean, but it used to be like you're the one who never leaves your parents' house and you're room full no, of toys and you're and you're getting <laughs> you're getting old but you're just getting older and older and you're just buying the same toys over and over. i don't know that was like it was just this really bad <laughs> bad kind of now yeah yeah we're yeah. yeah. all stuck in our house <laughs> yeah so have you have you gone out at all candy like to do anything or are oh, you really not just very much at all like i think it's been two weeks now since i've been out and yeah i i try to avoid it but i typically i guess i've been going out like once every two weeks (laughs) and i don't really need to because i already developed my life around staying inside because when i was like trying to get my work done in time for a show or for like a gallery deadline i don't want to go outside at all like i don't even to like go and get groceries i would I was still ordering groceries back then, even before wow. this happened. Because then I had to like get ready and drive to the store, and it's like I could be working. I just want to like sit and work and get stuff done. <laughs> mm. I I think I go out at least like I leave my apartment like once, maybe twice a week. Wow! Yeah, That's I visit awesome. my mom. You know, you know, the, so I just go from there to there, and yeah. then like maybe on one of the, and then maybe I'll go grocery shopping on another day and you know i walk i take i take walks in my neighborhood you know somewhat regularly you know there's a park literally like like around the corner for me so like you know i'll like go walking through there and you know just check it out so you know i, I think it's important to like you know like at least get out a little bit spend like like hour out of the uh, the apartment so so you do go out um candy are you doing that going for walks or going outside or are you even doing very that? rarely i just stay wow. inside i'm so used to it because like i know i have like a workout routine and stuff i have like equipment here that i can use so i don't really need to go out wait what's this what's this workout thing what like, what is this workout i, I, I didn't elliptical. i didn't know i have an elliptical and then i do like at home like workout stuff would you do you stream that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I was wondering. Actually, no, I mean I wear this outfit and I I work out and you know that would be people brilliant. People donate money. <laughs> that's that's going to be my job now. I'm switching. I'm pivoting during these <laughs> tough times. Girls got to eat, you know. So how, seriously, I do you do, you do like a thirty minute thing or an hour or how how, how long do you do uh, that for? I'll use the elliptical for about forty minutes. I try to burn like four hundred calories when I'm doing it. I also so like 
some things that I learned from working at home, it's very easy to gain weight because you're not walking around too much, not moving around that much. So I keep track of all my calories when I'm eating food. And I know that wow. probably sounds crazy, but that's what works for me. And then I also make sure to work out and I try to do that every day, not just to stay in shape, but also like it helps mentally because, uh, you know, when you're working out, like it makes you feel better about yourself and everything. And you kind of need that right now. So I find that very helpful. Also take vitamin D because I was vitamin D deficient even before this happened. Cause I don't That's sunlight. That's all. a sunlight thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't like the sun in general. I never really was a big fan of it. I'm right there with you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <Everyone> <laughs> we went when we were walking, trying to go walk to Hawaii. I was just like, get me the fuck out of so, the sun. <laughs> so basically Luke is like ice cream and I'm watching a melt outside. <laughs> and seriously, I'm like, I'm like, Luke's melting. This is not good. You yeah, know? that's how I feel yeah. when I'm in the sun. It's like I feel it piercing my skin. It's pain. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Like it stings. It almost feels like like you know, it's like it's bots well, it's, it's down. Yeah. It is literal but it is literally doing that. Yeah. Right. The, the, yeah. the sun the sun it's is fucking you up you. yeah no it is fucking you up when you go outside there's so like I, yeah. I, I i'm sensitive to it i feel it you know like you know the only thing that could like you know like offset it would be like really cold air or something like that you know that's why i love overcast days overcast days are the best you know yeah so, you know and now it's gonna be hot yeah it's gonna suck no. Yeah, it's, it's hot it's, up this, here too it's in happening. Sacramento. It's yeah. like our summers are typically over a hundred degrees, and you just get used to it, or don't go outside like me, which is the smart <laughs> thing to do. So, so I don't know if you have a. Do you have a a suggestion for a new toy maker at this moment? Like, let's just say you're now a shut in, and you're thinking, okay, I'm a young artist, not famous, right? And they want to get started in toys now. Would would it be any different than, let's say, a year ago for what they need to do versus now what they would try to do since there's not conventions go, to go to and stuff like that? Uh, I feel like it's a lot harder now. Everything's more difficult. It's diffi- It's more difficult to make connections. It's difficult to get product. It's difficult to ship anything because everything's taking forever. Like shipments to and from Japan are delayed. And I'm sure other countries are delayed, if not completely banned from shipping to them. Um, so I think, oh gosh, like your best bet is to try to have as much of an online presence as possible because the thing that's booming right now, I mean, besides video games and like, you know, Netflix, like streaming, like social media is doing really well. Um, so more people are on social media, more people are liking and commenting on things. And um, I think YouTubers are probably exp- experiencing like a big bump. Um, so if you are going to do toys, maybe uh, focus heavily on the social media aspect of it. Like I'm going for the first time, I'm going to make a resin toy and I'm going to film it. And here's my experience. And even though like it's my first time, I really suck at it. Maybe people will watch that experience and they'll enjoy it just an idea i don't know <laughs> people so it sounds like watching fails i love watching a good old-fashioned fail you mean toy yeah. fails anything you oh. know? <laughs> like you know and like and then also like listening to them kind of discuss it and like trying to problem shoot <coughs> excuse me 
slip the last lung. Um, but like, um, you know, and, and this like problem, like, like, okay, why are there bubbles here? Let's, let's figure out like, you know, what's going on and like, you know, and then you, you, kind of, you see, you watch the problem solving machinations like just at work. You know. you know it's really popular right now is like hair fails so like everyone's trying to do their own hair mm -hmm. so they're trying to like dye it and cut their own bangs and people are watching those videos of them like totally fucking up their hair so yeah just, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should apply that to toys and art as well i don't know you know i do have my watch my, my my phone stand thing kind of came in a while ago you know back when eric and i were instagram living it and um you know but like so maybe i I'll, I'll i'll set that up and start drawing and you know just what show people just how much i erase like you know <laughs> how much i lean on that eraser you know? hey, but that's not a bad thing no no yeah i'm not i'm like people who draw perfectly are insane do you ever see those people candy like who just sit there and they just go and, you know, uh no. Kim Youngi. <laughs> no, like yeah, like they can just they can sit there like Tarada does it like, too. Yeah, Tarada. <laughs> just go there with a freaking permanent marker and just like just make it work. Just make it work. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, you went to Tarada's exhibition in I Tokyo did, in December, yeah. and uh, he sent me a photo, and he goes. This woman came to my opening, and I was like, "That's Kenny Bolton." He oh he could <laughs> he he won't he can't remember a name probably, but yeah. he sent me the picture, and uh, he was kind of happy about that. He I was, was like, so happy to meet him. He like, was I like, he was, yeah. He was like, look at this little lady who came. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't no. do that. He just sent me. He just sent me a message saying he was just saying basically that you came to the to the opening and he was. I happy. was so happy yeah. that he was there. Like it was totally just a coincidence. Like somebody messaged me, um, DMs me on Instagram saying that Tarada had a gallery opening and they that person knew that I was staying in Akihabara and his gallery was only like two three stops away from my hotel so I happened to stop in like I think it was uh the opening of it and he was right at the front door and I was like so surprised to see him I don't know I didn't think that I would get to meet him and also see his art which is like gorgeous yeah, yeah he's he's amazing yeah no he, he's a great guy he is a good guy oh freaking well what is, I don't know. I'm 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 brain farting right now. Eric, save the podcast. <laughs> We're fine. <laughs> We're fine. So, are you do, putting anything into production right now? And is any of that different, or taking longer, or anything like that? I am. So I I have a bunch of designs that I need to be working on. Some of them are collaborations with other companies. Um, but one of them that I'm attempting is a self-produced sofubi. So I actually finished the turnaround drawings for it and I sent it to the sculptor. And um, from what I heard, he's like really eager to start on it. So I should be getting photos soon of um, what he's sculpted so far, some progress photos. Mm. And um, I, I haven't heard any dates projected yet for when like the, the wax or the you know mold production can start. But I feel like they're they probably have some extra time right now. I can only imagine. It just doesn't seem like uh, Sofubi factories would be like super busy right now. I don't know. That's totally just me going off of a feeling. That... Are you, you're talking about the ones in Japan? Japan, yeah. I, and hmm. maybe China too. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. 
I you think because aren't those pers- per, um, the ones in Japan a one person factory? Yeah, those are the ones in Japan so, are really small. It's like a mom so, and pop thing. So it's not like they have a bunch of employees that come and they're going to infect people or get sick themselves, right? They're just doing what they normally do, work working alone. Is that correct? Yeah, um, the one that I last visited, there were maybe like five or six people there. So, oh, okay, but they could arrange it so that people went in at like different times. I don't, I don't know. It seems like they're still working. They're still right. going into work. Okay. I think, yeah. So you can get toys made. Maybe, maybe even easier now. No, maybe, but Less production traffic. still just as expensive as it always yeah, of has course. been. Yeah. and it's hard. It's you know kind of a tough decision right now to think do should i be investing thousands of dollars into the sculpt and the production and for me i don't know i decided it's worth it because i think that uh you're kenny bolton because <laughs> i believe in myself sure <laughs> well, that's important <laughs> yeah but if you that's what i'm saying if you're like not a well-known artist that could be dangerous to yes it could be sink, very dangerous. you know to sink um a lot of thousands of dollars into a production and yeah the good thing is you'll maybe you'll get it done but the bad thing is maybe it won't sell so it's one of those you always it's have a problem that's kind of always that's been the thing like uh with sofubi they always whenever people are like getting into it the the ones who have been in the sofubi game already they tell everyone like don't go into this expecting to make money because uh, you might just end up doing it like you, you should go into it just because you love it and because you really want to do it. But don't expect to get like, <coughs> super rich from this kind of thing. It's always a gamble. You don't know. Sometimes it takes off. Sometimes it's super successful. It's like you can't keep this thing in stock no matter what. Everyone always wants to buy it. But that I think that takes a considerable amount of luck you know, and talent, of course. Yeah. It's not this, the case for every Sofubi. Not every toy can be that successful. It's impossible, right? Oh God, so. There's so much garbage Sofubi out there. <laughs> I mean, there's so much of it. Like, um, I remember like uh, one time, I think it was like two years ago, we were, I went by uh, which Mind Style, aka like the soup, you know, they, the, you know, they Pop Mart or whatever like had like this huge like freaking like four spaced like like setup in San Diego Comic-Con and there was this c- tables covered with bags of safubi <clears throat> and like literally none of it like was like ooh like <laughs> I got to have that it was just like okay it's just a <clears throat> a dumb looking monster you know oh. <laughs> well i mean presentation is part of it right made by who made by who <coughs> I have no idea. Oh, who makes <laughs> dumbass monsters? A lot of people. <laughs> you want me to call some people out specifically? Yeah, Candy. Um, what toys do you? Oh hate? my god, I'm, I'm not. Going to, <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm getting some water here. Um, let me think. Yeah, what toys do you hate, Candy? And who do you hate? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> Look, if if, if you're going to des- if you're designing a monster, and like none nothing about it says hints at who this artist is. <coughs> Does someone have a bird? Yeah, is that a bird, is that a bird or a or monkey? A, yeah, a bird. I thought it was a cat at first. Wait, 
or a screaming Luke, child. Luke, you have a bird? I wish I had a bird. Uh, is that a monkey? What is that no, thing? No, it's, it's my across the way. The uh, across the way, someone keeps a bird. Oh, okay. You know? no, and like no. I, I hear this bird like every once in a while. That's cool. And today it's just going off, probably because it's hot outside. Yeah. But like um the um yeah, yeah I think that like if you're gonna create a freaking a character, you know, in as a toy, and nothing about it screams like. Oh, you know, this is in the style or vein, or it is a character created by a artist, specific artist. Then what's the then what's the fucking point? You know, yeah. like you know, like because it has because it has no meaning, like or uh, no backing or no story or history. It has no soul. It has no meaning or soul or anything. Because I have seen so much of that. You know, it's like. But it's, it is some artist. Well, this artist is drawing, really yeah. hot right now. Oh, this material is really hot right now. So I'm going to fucking like you know like just squeeze something out with it. Like you know it's and, and it's just kind of like okay. You know? Are are you better off doing a takeoff on Balton or just your own? You know what I mean? Like, is it better to just do that then? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, like you could like you know like you know like, it, it, I'd rather see like you know goofy parodies than like freaking like just a, a random monster that has no nothing like says like oh this is a candy bolton piece oh this is a paul kaiji piece oh this is this artist or that artist you know and it's just a dumb look and if it's a, a pointless looking design it's just material just sitting there like with badly airbrushed and whatever you know like i think that like you know there's a lot of that like, you know, I want to see the artist's signature in there, you know, and I'm not talking like on the bottom of the foot, <laughs> I want to see it like, you know, in the sculpt, I want to see like, you know, like, oh, this is, this, oh, this is obviously, you know, this artist, you know, or, or this is obviously that artist. So basically that, that comes down to uh, you establishing yourself as an artist. That with a, comes with, down you to know, you establishing yeah. that you have talent. Damn! <laughs> you know? All of, so there's piles and piles of Sofubi uh, out there. I actually I haven't really seen it. I mean, actually, Decon. I guess walking around, I see some of it, but uh, I don't see it all like clustered in one at one table. I think that would be a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I saw it that year, <laughs> and I was, yeah. and I was just kind of like, like, okay, like you know, like. Like, you know, there's, like, some artists out there will do, like, intentionally bad design. You know, like, uh, I think two nights ago, I was sitting in my uh, my, my my mom's house, and, like, I, I was, in a, like, mulling through my room, and I found this old, like, Luke Rook, you know, freaking toy. Luke! And it is, it is so ugly and so terribly painted but it has a little string at the back of the the, the body that you pull and when you let it go it starts vibrating you know and it's just like what the fuck is this thing it's fucking brilliant because like i have, I have nothing nothing like this nothing at all you know and it's <clears throat> Knowing Luke's process and how he just like kind of like hodge like just grabs random shit and like either like you know forces it together and creates a, a mold off of it, you know, and then like and nothing is symmetrical, nothing works together, you know, and like that like in its own ways is 
brilliant, you know, but like, you know, I mean, I don't know. Well, you know what I saw happening in China the past couple of years, uh, they, there were these companies that were, um, I guess like <laughs> managers going out and they were um, looking for young artists fresh out of art school. And then they knew that they could take advantage of them being like, you know, not used to making business deals and whatnot. And then they would sign them, make them sign a contract. And then they'd be like, design a toy for me. And I think that a lot of the time they were mostly looking at the artists for like how they looked like aesthetically. Mm. And um, then also if they had like a very like trendy style and they're just like, you design something. And then they make it like within a month or two. So it was just like, you saw the market just like flooded with this stuff of artists that were just like brand new to the scene and didn't know. So Phoebe, um, and it's fine if you're like new to the scene and everything, but there were so many of them that it just got like overwhelming and the style all kind of looked the same on them. Hmm. They're all going for like a really cute aesthetic, cute and colorful colorful stuff is really big in China. Hmm. Well, I mean, like, isn't that like also, I mean, like, you know, like, I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing about China, right? In China, like, you know, money is God there, you know, and like everyone like prays to the, the money altar, you know? So <laughs> like, you know, I, I'm not kidding. It's, it's, it's fucking true. Like, you know, Chinese people are greedy money grubbing pieces of shit wow <laughs> you know and like um but the thing is is that, uh, uh, that like you know and so it's you know it, i when you say that i am not surprised that like there are people out entrepreneurs fucking like you know trying to take advantage of you know young you know artistic talent and just milking them until they're fucking dust you know it's tragic and like you know and like you know and like i don't know i mean like the one time i ever saw anything like you know was uh whatchamacallit when uh i went to shanghai toy show where i saw you uh yeah and like you know and there was that one girl we were we, we had had conversations about the girl who does that little bat thing yeah 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 bat thing yeah it's so a really small bat sofu b oh it's uh they yoki yeah they, she does this thing and like it's we met, so like, popular we had tea with the the guys who fucking like you know at the time managed her apparently she has since you were telling me that she has since like separated herself from like that um th those people or something like that right yeah they had a falling out um it was the yeah a really similar situation that i described earlier had happened to her and they did not have a very fair deal with her and they um they didn't give her the right to the design which is a very her bad design thing. yeah it was, so her desi she, oh. it was her design she sculpted it too and they didn't wow. give her the right to that character and not only that so the, it's kind of crazy, like the, the marketing strategies that they did. They manufactured hype around this toy by like hiring people to stand in line for it. So there'd be this huge line of people waiting to get this toy. Then everyone looks like, what's, what's everyone in line for? And um, then they're all like uh, trying to buy this toy. And they're like, oh, we're sold out. You know, but then they have like boxes of it, like back at home or whatever. 
So they were uh, being deceptive about how scarce the product was and how popular it was. Did it, but, did it work? Yeah, it totally it worked. worked. It was it blew up. It's still really popular. So I did, I, I painted uh, 10 of those ones as a collaboration and I did a lottery. I had over a thousand people apply for that lottery to buy those toys. That's how crazy it is. Um, wow. And so not only that though, they were also on the side producing bootlegs of it without her consent. They were producing like the originals and then also they're playing both sides. They're also making the bootlegs. That's such fucking bullshit. Wow. So, and this was a management company in China? Yeah. Oh, so what, so (laughs) that sounds crazy. So then ultimately what happened? Like, is she now just doing her own stuff? Yeah, she got uh, separated from them and she's um, managing herself completely and she's really doing like an awesome job at it she's still like crazy doing like and how's this how's this management company doing oh i have no idea i don't even know who they are like what you call them or who they're affiliated with um who knows but i feel like a lot of the marketing strategies in china is like take advantage of the situation you know and if you don't take advantage of (laughs) things then you're stupid you're smart for cheating and for you know like copying bootlegging that's just what a smart person would do if you're not doing that you're dumb wow that's but that's you mean that's what happens in mainland china oh yeah 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 oh and you've seen that like you've seen that happen more than once or just that or just this bat thing was the best example that's the best example there's definitely more Wow, that's nuts. But the you're, you, we were also talk candy, like you know that like <clears throat> the success stories, like are crazy success stories. Like you know, like you, like you were saying, telling me like you had met like there were artists that you, you know, who you know, like you met, you know, like one year, and they're all like, I can't believe Senpai, you know recognize me and then next year they're showing up with entourages and fucking super yeah, tell us about that i didn't, I didn't know yeah. about this <laughs> i think that happened about maybe like two three years ago it, it seemed like there are a lot of artists that were um at, they started as fans of course and collectors and they're going to these events and then they would see me and maybe buy my toys or just come and tell me that they really like what i do and they're a big fan and then like next year i would see them again they're um it just exploded like they they have their own booth they have like a giant fiberglass version of their toy um they have huge lines of people waiting in line to like just get a lottery ticket for their toy and um i think usually what happened is that they signed with like a management company and they wow. helped make that happen for them so there's a management companies out there trying to find talent to make toys with them and then they're going to go all in and take care of them like that for yeah. better or worse yeah sometimes it doesn't work out sometimes um they they do all these strategies right where they say they do the thing where they say it's sold out but they have, still have a bunch of them you can only do that for so long until you like just you know keep losing money on it so it doesn't uh, always work out i'm sure but um sometimes it's like it's great for the artist because um maybe they signed a bad deal or not a great deal, but it really gets their name out there. Oh, that's wild. That's kind of, I mean, yeah. 
And that's just for vinyl toys, right? This is a vinyl toy artist. Yeah, not not, yeah. A, not a painter, right, for a gallery. This is like a toy person. Yeah, does right? that ever happen with painters? I oh, guess yeah. it could, sure, oh, yeah. you could. But I think okay. that's probably been going on for a longer time, and they're just applying it to <laughs> toys, I suppose. A lot longer than the, 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 yeah. the toy thing. I mean, like, you know, you, you hear about, like, I mean, I remember the rumors that, like, Corey Helford buys all their own artists' work, you know, and, like. They could, they could probably afford it, but, oh, yeah. You know, um, and you know, like that, that's been a, that was a rumor for years at, at Corey Helford Gallery, you know, and then like, um, and I, I, it might be founded if it is, I don't know. I know they never bought everything that from my, one of my shows. So, right. but like, um, you know, but like, yeah, like, you know, the, the I think the art game is even more convoluted. Yeah, but that that's goes back to that, um, video you mentioned, right? What is it called? Somebody, oh, yeah, uh, Adam Ruins Art. Yeah. Adam ruins everything or something, yeah, correct? Everything but I it's, like that those shows, yeah. But just oh, the so fact that I guess it happens with toys is kind of crazy because it's you know a little figure this big, and I don't know. So they're saying that they uh, would buy the art so that it makes it look like it's um, scarce and like yep. it's really to create hyped scarcity. Up. Yes, right. scarcity mm-hmm. and hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even at these toy shows, um, especially the Pop Mart ones, they would have auctions. And so they would have special auction pieces and sometimes, yeah, they would have people in the audience um, bidding just to inflate the bid. Wow. They were, yeah, just hired yeah. to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty messed up. Really yeah. deceptive. Well, I mean, like, you know, they, these, I mean, they, these are people that really want the, that, this, you know, genre of, you know, product to be elevated to an artistic level so do you think this toy stuff like that manipulative toy stuff is happening in america at all yes yeah sure in toys sure probably not to the extent that like who's buying who's buying who's buying the lineup of people like hiring a bunch of supreme oh you think they're hiring uh, that's not toys i'm talking no about... but that might as well be it's collectibles i'm talking about i'm talking about the umbrella of collectibles now oh well, that's fine i i agree then murakami i mean you could you could go down complex con you can go down the line but yeah. i'm talking about the indie you know this indie thing man the... it's probably no i don't think it's recovered from the, the indie thing the you know 2008 recession so no. there's no um so at Decon, nobody has an artificial line that's been hired. I remember like, hearing about like three or three years ago that there was a booth in uh, at Decon where they were buying toys there. You know, uh, you know, they were buying it at a elevated at at, at a, um, an elevated price and and taking it and shipping it all back to China for resale. You know, so yeah, I heard like, about that like, too. And you know, you'll see those I people don't know walking how around. True with, that like, is. They'll they'll be filming um, and walking around Decon, and they're like, you know, talking to people, and they're they're showing them like the toys, and yeah, that that's what they're doing. They're buying and you know reselling it right then and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that I I could see, but I'm just wondering if there's anyone who's hired 50 people to stand in line to I, act I, like I they're buying a toy. Then they're saying, and then they're going, oh. Sold out to. <laughs> oh, I can't do an accent. Sold out to. Sold out Fuck you. Sold out. Sold out. I don't think it's quite like on that level in the United States simply yeah. because of the fact that things have never 
come back to the level that it had been right. in uh you know 2000 and like you know like yeah, seven yeah, yeah. Or, you know but like you know but like 2009 like when the recession like came crashing down around us like you know that like you know really just like the the entire like like art toy art like art collectibles scene in the united states never fully recovered like there there are obviously certain artists out there that still like you know have like you know a certain degree of clout but like you know I, I think that like it, most of us have had to like go to get to get leave the United States in order to, you know, build up, you know, name and reputation, you know, uh, elsewhere. So I don't know. It, 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 you know, I, and then this just doesn't help anybody, you know, the entire fucking, you know, COVID-19 thing. Cause there's no lines. No line. No more. No, no more borders. visual lines. Yeah. No borders. It's but now, but now you can manipulate it by saying it's sold out, and then you actually didn't sell any online. You can, <laughs> it's easier to lie. Yeah, it sold out in one minute. Yeah. You know, and it's just bullshit. It's like I produced a thousand of these things, and it blew out after. Let, after just I, do that, Luke. Just show one item and go. I sold twenty million of these in one minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, Who's if you did that, then just quit. Like, you're like, I'm retiring. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I sold, yeah, I had this one item, sold 20 million, and I'm done. Because I could now I could take my 40 million I made. <laughs> you know? and... I had a really good sales this weekend, actually. Like, um, people were trying to resell my stuff, I think, because um, a few people bought more than one. <laughs> and oh, I was like, wow. wait, wait, like, I didn't even know I had to specify, like, why do you want three of them? Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, um, they're reselling. Yeah, yeah, so I refunded them and then um, made it so they can only buy one of them. Wow. But what or if maybe I'm just lying buddy? right now. I'm just trying to build up my hype. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I sell out all the time. Nobody can ever buy my stuff. I'm so popular. Damn. <laughs> it. Yeah. I. I. I don't. I don't know. Fucking. It's. I. 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 I need to. I've got a bunch of products that I need to put online to to sell, but like I'm not really sure. Like, you know, I. I'm. I'm nervous about it. You know, because like if it doesn't do well, it's gonna crush me. And if it does too well, I'm gonna have to work my ass off. <laughs> you know, it's like a, it's like a, you know. Anyways, so just keep but, uh, your expectations low. Yes. So it won't be soul crushing for you. <laughs> uh, oh. No, it's it, that's hard. That's tough. That that is tough. So. You know, to, to to because I don't I don't I don't want to get into it. It sucks when you talk about me. Like... You're the guest, Candy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I can relate totally because it sucks when you fail as an artist because you have no one to blame but yourself. It's like I'm the one. This is my fault. You know, I'm the one who right. did something wrong. Right. Well, you know, and I, I think you know, um, it all depends on like, hmm, I don't know. I think you got to like. You know, yeah, you have to like sit back. It, it's hard to not blame yourself, right? Yeah. So. Okay, wait. So we're almost at two hours. Do you want to take off that eye patch? 
No, <laughs> I didn't do makeup on that side. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, what about the hair? Can you remove? Can we no, see your hair? No, I am not. <laughs> Isn't it hot under that wig? I mean, like, what? <laughs> it is. I was just but asking. No. I just, I had to make the ask. Wow. Maybe if people donate money. I want to see the yeah, other eye. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone donated on the no, live you can't, stream? Yeah, join I don't, I don't the know. super chat. Yeah, <laughs> on YouTube. You could see the eye, the other eye. <laughs> the eye. No. <laughs> Not happening. Wow. Almost. Are we are we live on YouTube right yeah, now? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Do we have we comments are. or any questions? No. No questions. No questions. No. Really? No. Do we even have people Nothing? watching? Yeah, but no questions. <laughs> Lame. Well, a bunch yeah. of lurkers. Lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. So it's nobody's cool. even saying hi. Nobody's even no. saying hi. That's David cool. Horvath said hi. Oh, hi, oh, David. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Hi, look at these buddies. backgrounds. I'm cycling through my backgrounds. Wow, you Look can do that. San Francisco. I'm right by you, Candy. Wow. <laughs> and now like I'm on the beach. An hour and a half away. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm hanging out with the Tiger King. Oh my god. <laughs> do how many viewers did we have? Like I dressed up to try to like pull in some more people. Was it all for naught? Was it wasted effort? There's no such thing. They're yeah, gonna no watch it. Wasted effort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any last words, Candy? No, that's too much pressure. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Just hang in there, everyone. Do your best. Gambate. Oh, that's a good one. That's good. Wait, do you have anything Gambate. coming up? Um, uh, well, I have some toys that I'll be trying to paint soon, but um, maybe might be like a couple of weeks out. But I have these um, from... Izumo. What is you know, that? Wait. Izu monster. So no. I have a bunch of these. Whoa, that's oh, weird. Interesting. Yeah, but I'll, is that double I cast? It looks like it's a clear with a something else. Oh no, it's just shiny. It's red oh. though. Oh, cool. So you yeah. painting one of those? I'll be painting these relatively soon. What the that fuck's the that? Thing? Uh, yeah, and what's funny is I was like, why do they have a head joint here? That's so weird. But it's so you can like put something in there, actually. Wow. Oh, that's so, cool. yeah, he's like a boxer. This is like a mouse thing. Cool. But who does that toy? Izumo. Izuma. Izumo. Izumo. I think Izumo. let's start for Izu Monster. Right? Oh. Mm. oh. I'm gonna look at that really quick. All right. Yeah, there's one more. It's like a show us. <laughs> show us and teach us. It's like a weird deer thing. Or a is it a deer or a giraffe? I think it's a deer. It's like a okay. Deer, but like, what's right. with the arm? Yeah. Well, he's saying hi, just like the Dawn figure. Remember the <laughs> all that that series? It's kind of like the historical. Uh, yeah. Hi. You can never go wrong saying hello. You know. I mean, like, yeah, but like, do 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 Japanese people like say hi like this? Oh. 
I'm trying to look them up. Izumo, like um, yeah. Let's see. I is it with a Z? Yeah. Mm. It's gotta be. It's gotta be Izumo, right? Yeah. Izumo monster. Izumo. Can you read it? Oh, I see him. Yeah. Interesting. This stuff is weird. It looks like clay. Have okay. you noticed like a lot of Japanese artists are drawing and sculpting this one character? It's like Amabie, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's the mm -hmm. yes. Do you know the story behind it? Yep. It's yeah. on Wikipedia tell us. too. Tell, on, tell us. But Google do tell it. Us. Go Google it. No, don't be like that. What is, <laughs> no. what is it? It's a yokai that's like part of Japanese folklore. And um, it's looking at an image of this creature is supposed to cure a, a disease, right? Is that what it is? I'm not sure. But yeah, why, don't you, right. why don't you get sick and try it and see what happens? <laughs> so it's like a trend now. All these artists are creating images of it because it's, like supposedly you know if you look at it it cures your disease and there's even gachapon out already that has wow. like it's a little like talisman with the picture with the Maybe. artwork on it oh okay so that means they probably started manufacturing that like right away yeah yeah as soon as they heard oh about that's it. what it is oh yeah. i see i see it now the, like okay i was looking at this image and i'm like what oh, yeah i'm a ba yeah you know there yep. It is. yep. Yep. It's like a sea creature with three legs. Yeah. Uh, scales and long hair and a beak. Junko did a great drawing of one. Uh, yeah. At the, in the front of your store. Yeah. As did um. Who else did one? Uh. R. J. R. J. Quiralta did one. Quiralta. Um. Visage. Uh, I was just talking about uh, Visage later on, but like um. Uh. I, I. I. When I saw that, I was. I thought about doing one too. Are you going to keep that up for a while? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Like, I wasn't until you said something or like. Go for it. Do what? it. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll I drew one. I'll do one. Did you did one? Yeah, I didn't put it up there, but I've drawn one. Oh. Yeah. I'll draw I another drew, one. I drew two of them for your show, Rocky oh. Rocky. Oh, that's in there? The, They're kind of dark. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They are there. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> there you go. They are there. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to draw one for the whatchamacallit. For do the it. Wall. Do it. You know, yeah, like, like if you're going to do like a COVID themed thing, uh, like I feel like that's a really like do the Amabia. That's cool. That's kind of like, you know, it makes it more fun and interesting instead of just like a mask or toilet paper or whatever. I feel like that's kind of <laughs> cheesy. You know, it's funny because like uh, the toilet paper Dove was, earlier was recommending that we I, I do like toilet paper themed artwork, and I was just like. Mm. Okay. Nah. Nah. <laughs> that seems lame. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, dub straight up. Dub, it seems lame, here. dub. Ouch. No, burn. Burn. No. Heavy burn. Alrighty. That's like doing Fine. baby Yoda. It's like stop <laughs> jumping on these trends, you know. Damn. Oh, oh wait, we should just get man. we're just getting we're just getting started. What else? <laughs> oh my gosh. My like gosh. baby Yoda and toilet paper <laughs> and a face mask. I was gonna do face masks. You know You I, can still do it. 
You know, I do actually like that face mask culture is now coming to America. Now it's acceptable. To took a long masks. time, huh? Yeah, it took I, forever. Jeez. I think it's great, and we should continue to do it. Cause, Everybody who's yeah. sick can wear a mask, but why didn't we do that before? I mean, we should have. Because instead, it's America. Yeah, and you're like look like an idiot or something, and it's like, no, we'll just make everybody sick instead. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. You know, now, now everyone's getting over it at least, but it took this pandemic to get over it. That's ridiculous. You know what though? I mean, like, you, what's next? A nuclear bomb? Oh yeah, we'll we'll do this now. It took a nuclear bomb to do then it. Then a month right? later, fuck doing this. That's already. I already see people not wearing masks, like less and less right now because of that. I think mm-hmm. I'm starting to see less and less, in my opinion. In like one week, people are getting over it. Yeah. Well, there's all these like there's masks all over the ground where I'm at. Wow. Oh, oh, but you're, you're, see, I'm, I'm on the Wuhan of the West side. (laughs) You are Wuhan of the East side. (laughs) That's more gnarlier. (laughs) You know, Wuhan of the West side, people are just like, you know, that's Sawtell, right? Yeah. (laughs) That is the West, West side of the Wuhan, right? So it's like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm in, I'm I'm literally in the SGVs. You are Wuhan of the East side. You are in little Wuhan. You are, you are in little Wuhan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I, I'm in Little Wuhan. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name. Fuck yeah, it, man. There's Little, little Tokyo Wuhan. and Little Wuhan. <laughs> hey, dudes, let's go to Little Wuhan and eat Chinese food. Yeah, okay, let's go. <laughs> That's the new name. Uh, it's actually more like Little Shenzhen right over here because yeah. you know they're a lot of spicy shit. Yeah, they, also, they want their spicy. Little Sichuan, Little Sichuan, Little Shenzhen. Yeah. But but it's also a little woo. <laughs> also a little woo. So we go, let's go to little woo. Get some like Chinese food. You know, but all right. Oh all righty. It's been two hours. Candy, it's always a pleasure having you here. And I'm, I appreciate you doing you, you getting cosplayed up for us. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. You know, all righty. So I, I, we're, every time you're on, we expect, you know, to keep this up. Oh, my God. <laughs> this we is expect- my only cosplay. I'll have to buy more of them. Wait, so that's Depends supposed to be kind of Instagram followers. So you're, that's kind of a made thing, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> can you can you start cleaning a little bit back there? No, I'm not. No, all right. Up. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just I want to see some cleaning. <laughs> no. You have to pay extra for that. Oh my yeah. god. We, we need to get the uh, we need to get the uh, the donate button. Yeah. yeah. Ding 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 ding. Nobody's <laughs> donated, so guess it's not happening. Guess Damn. Not happening. Dust that shelf. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I do need to dust it. It's bad. Yeah. It's like my um, least right. favorite thing to do. That's uh, right there with my least favorite. I don't understand dusting. I mean, I understand dusting, but like, I don't want to have to like take everything down, dust it, and then put everything back up again. It's a big pain. Well, yeah. maybe and Candy will help note. you. Maybe Candy will help you. <laughs> oh yep. Bring the costume. I'll have I'll, I'll have the money ready. You know, just. You be the butler. You have to be a butler. You have to help clean, though. Yeah. No, you're the butler. No, I'm going to watch. <laughs> I want to be I'm served. I'm not dressing up next time. I don't like okay. where this is going. Oh, uh, okay. 
feel right. a hashtag me too coming on. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh no. It was it has nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> but Candy, uh, I'm glad that you're doing well. I'm glad you're hanging in there, you know, and uh, thanks for being on again. Appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me. Alrighty. Thank you. You were able to provide people with some ideas on how to get get their art game, um, you know, going in this difficult time. In these difficult mm -hmm. times, or different times, anyway. Yeah. Uh, All right. Know, it's it's, just, it's going to get harder and harder. Robot and the bear. It's just starting. Robot and the bear. Bear, the bear, bear. Robot and the bear. Uh, robot and the bear. Bear, bear, bear. <laughs> robot and the bear. <laughs> Robot and the bear, 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 bear. Bye. Have a good night, y'all. Bye. Oh, yes, I mean, I'm Bear, 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 bear. Bye. Bye.